0: This is the Summit Life Ministries audio experience.
1: Hi everybody, welcome to the Age Changer show brought to you by Summit Life Ministries. My name is David Furrow. This is my dad, Lynn Furrow, also the founder of Summit Life Ministries. Here at Summit Life, our mission is to elevate, equip, and empower. Elevate the church's vision to see God's eternal purpose, equip believers to To live with an eternal perspective, but then also empower believers to live supernatural lifestyles in faith-filled obedience. Now, Dad, we are on the last episode of The Great Divide. It's been kind of a two-week series because of the times that we're in. And I know we ended last episode talking about how Donald Trump has been another sign, patterning, you know, talking about Jesus was a sign to Israel, Donald Trump is a sign to America, and how...
0: Can like, I can I interrupt just yeah. one moment and then I'm gonna have you finish. Yeah, go ahead. So I'm not saying Donald Trump is Jesus. Yes, I'm yes. saying that God has used him As, prophetically to yes. reveal the hearts of men. Yes. So I just
1: want to make sure. Let's yeah, make sure we <laughs> clarify that one. Yeah, we're not saying Donald Trump is Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> not at all. But he is a sign, like a sign. Yeah. A prophetic sign. And how he has brought about revealing the hearts of americans or just the world in general yeah but then has because of it has created a lot of division um you know in america and in the world just how he is and the things he stands
0: for yeah uh the great disruptor the great divider (laughs) and the great revealer of the thoughts and intents of uh, men's hearts so i'm gonna just ask you a couple questions and we talked about these questions in the last episode so the prophetic pattern that we see in the bible is that god will uh, use people
1: mm-hmm.
0: to be a sign yeah. and that sign like we just mentioned uh, because based on how we want to accept what it's pointing to or indicating yeah uh, we can reject the sign. We can argue with the sign. We can say I don't like the the language the sign uses, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but if it's a sign of God, you better read it, pay attention. Whoever has ears to hear, yeah. eyes to see, you better, um, you know, uh, pay attention to what God is saying is coming.
1: Yeah.
0: So we've said that just like Jesus was a specifically. He was the savior of the world, but he was also the sign to Israel. And because of their reaction and their rejection of him, the sign pointed to not of salvation, but of what? Of judgment. Of judgment. Because of their reaction and response to him. So I do believe that Donald Trump was permitted by God to achieved the presidency, and I believe that he has been a prophetic sign. Some Christians wanted their own interpretation of what the sign would be. Some of them said, I want him to be the sign that we're getting our nation back and that we're going to make America great again. Mm -hmm. And I'm not lampooning (laughs) the, the political slogan. I wish America... Would be great again, great in God, yeah, um, not great in materialism, not great in its its military power, not great in any of the things that we would want to say made America great uh, because of our natural things. What made um, America great in its previous days was that America. Uh, was a nation that walked in the light of truth. And there was a man from France, um, by the name, I believe his last name was de Tocqueville, who came to America after its founding in the early 1800s. And he observed American society because America and the United States and its founding was, was a really, literally... A revolutionary paradigm uh, where people were guaranteed rights not based on a state or a government but recognized that rights were given by God and and so this was a society that was in an American experiment that really no other nation had had embraced freedom and allowing men to express their rights uh, in that way now, it, we were a fledgling nation and we had some flaws. We know that. Uh, but we believe that, that God was going to continue. If we were obeying the truth and walking in the light that he'd given us, that wrong things would be made right. Yeah. And, and any error in our foundation would be corrected. But de, de Tocqueville said this. He said, America is great because America is good and he said what makes American, uh, America good is he said it's pulpits referring to its churches and the ministry of the word that that was declaring the truth to the American people he said they have fire in their pulpits wow. in other words there were men of God uh, that were truth speakers and truth declares and that we're confronting the hearts of people with truth. And the American people at that time were willing to embrace that truth and be willing to, to receive it. And that's why in our American history, we had what we call two great awakenings. Yeah. And as you read uh, some of the narrative and the history of those great awakenings, David, the the powerful things that God did in those uh, revivals. And it was a national revival. It wasn't just a sectarian revival where this denomination had a period of spiritual refreshing. But it swept every class of people, uh, swept all parts of the nation. And we had two periods of great awakening in our country,
1: yeah.
0: uh, unparalleled in other nations' history, yeah. how God poured out His Spirit in our country, and I think that all of us we are saying we need another great spiritual national yeah. awakening. But I know this that that type of awakening awakening is not in the future for the United States. And the window for it is quickly closing unless there is a wholesale repentance. So Trump becomes a sign and Mm. an indicator not of making America great again and us um, achieving a level of of political stability and national greatness without dealing with the systemic issues and the sin uh, that is in bedded in the body of our nation. And so you can see that our nation has become corrupt, dishonest, where we lack integrity and honesty. But a critical issue is an issue of how we view authority. Authority has become the central issue. And ultimately, it's not how we... Uh, like or dislike delegated authority. but really the the central issue is are we going to submit to God mm-hmm. or are we going or are we going to reject God's authority yeah. as it's reflected uh, through delegated authority and, and what it represents and indicates to us yeah. So we have become a nation, that was a sheep nation and sheep are characterized in the Bible as those that have a very submissive and submitted will. Yeah. They can be herded. They can be led. um, You know, they can be even led to their death without resistance. Uh, Isaiah, the prophet talked about Jesus as a sheep that is led to the slaughter. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, using the analogy of how sheep will be led to a place of their death, but they're so docile in their nature, they won't resist it. Yeah. And so they're easily uh, led to their death. So there are sheep nations, which there is a willingness of heart to obey authority and to be governed and to be led where God wants to lead them.
1: Yeah.
0: But then the Bible also talks about another type of animal that's in the same umbrella of a family. Yeah. And that is called a what? Goats. (laughs) Yeah. There are the sheep and then there are the goats. Yeah. So we've talked about this thing of how Trump brought a division for clarity and in our election you can see our nation is almost equally divided. Yeah. Those that would want to return back to a righteous standard that would oppose and again I'm going to I've mentioned it last week one of one of the clarifying issues that's yeah. going to bring division is the issue of the right to life and this issue over uh, infanticide, I'm going to call it the way it is, yeah. over abortion, uh, which is really a genocide against the unborn. Yeah. And for decades now, we have been uh, massacring and slaughtering children over our own selfishness yeah. and our own arrogance of saying, I, I want to do what I want to do when I want to do it, that no decision that I make no matter what the consequence, I'm not going to pay the price for my own action. Somebody else is going to pay it for me. Yeah. So you can see how our nation has departed from at first being a, a a sheep nation that was willing to follow in the footsteps of the shepherd and to allow ourselves to be led by the shepherd to where now we're a goat nation, at least more and more the leadership of our country and probably a majority of the population of our nation even though we're we're almost evenly divided but probably there is a majority of those that are willing to be willful, rebellious and defiant to the word and the will of God. Yeah. And so either we continue to be led where these leaders are leading us. And where do you think they're leading us? <laughs> right now, they're just uh, continuing to
1: lead us down their own path.
0: To a path of destruction. Yep. Um, the Bible says that the nation that forgets God, they will be cast into hell. Yep.
1: Um,
0: they are going to, those that are embracing this thing of, of freedom without responsibility, a willfulness that says we get to do whatever we want to, that uh, humanism and secularism is the ultimate goal of every society. A society that is without God and without God's restraint or instruction or discipline, that we get to be the masters of our own destiny, and we get to do that apart from anyone over us that would, would again have an authority to guide us and to lead us, but also make us accountable. Yeah. Uh, that type of authority, a, a willful, rebellious authority, will lead the American nation to judgment, which will be our destruction. Yeah. So we either have to continue to... Uh, go along with the flow of where that type of leadership is going to take us and our families and the generations that are to come. Or we reach a point of decision where we say, God, you've brought this moment of division for clarity. And the clarity is that there are two sides. Yeah. There is a side that is in rebellion against God and a side that is choosing truth and righteousness and justice. And we align ourselves in the authority uh, of our king, King Jesus. That we want to be an American nation that has Christ as king and to have his rule and reign over us. Not only his rule and his reign, but his restraint. We want to kiss the sun. (laughs) We want to pledge our allegiance to the king. It says, be instructed, O kings of the earth. We want to bow and we want to kiss the sun. Lest the sun be angry and his anger and his judgment break out upon us. No, we want to to be a nation that is a sheep nation because we know where the goat nations are going. God is going to judge them. And they're going to be cast into hell. They're going to have a moment of judgment where they will cease to exist because of destruction. Now, I want to reflect upon then as a church. If God is doing this thing of separating between the sheep and the goats in the nations of the earth. Well, is he going to do the same thing with the nation within the nation? Yeah. Yeah this this segregating this clarifying this separating of the sheep and the goats is happening as well in the church yeah and the part of the american church that just says god i want you but i want you the way i want you and as long as you help me attain what i want in my self-centered focus yeah god is going to separate the sheep from the goats And then there are going to be those that, again, God center their perspective and they allow themselves to be renewed with renewal truth. And they align to that truth where we live in light of eternity, not for a moment of happiness, not for a moment of self-fulfillment. But we are actually serving God in our generation to see the advancement of the King. And his kingdom. Yeah. Now Ezekiel said this, and this is what God spoke in, in in Ezekiel's day. And we need to see that He's doing the same thing in our times. In Ezekiel thirty-four verse seventeen, it says, "As for you, my flock, thus saith the Lord God: Behold, I will judge between the sheep and the sheep, between the rams and the male goats." is it not enough for you to feed on the good pasture that you must tread down with your feet the rest of your pasture? So the Lord is indicting some of the goats of this flock and the sheep by exposing the nature of a goat. So this becomes a moment of evaluation (laughs) and examination where we come under the rod of God. Yeah. We come under the shepherd's rod. We come under the the inspection of the shepherd of the sheep.
1: Yeah,
0: And he goes, some of you acting like sheep, and you're allowing me to lead you into pasture, but there are goats among the sheep, and I can tell the nature of the goat versus those that have the nature of the sheep. And it says when they go into a pasture... It is for a self-serving purpose. And that you're not you're not waiting to be let in when the shepherd brings you there. Yeah. You want to crash through the gate to get to the pasture so that you can eat it before anybody else gets to it. Yeah. So many in the in the church in America, I see that they only are willing to. To serve Jesus as long as they are getting what they want from Jesus when they want it, yeah. And and I'm I again I'm not trying to make generalizations and blank statements, but I have as a pastor that pastored for 38 years, I've watched so many in the flock of God act more goatish hmm. than than them being sheepish yeah where they come to churches and they go i want this and i want that and if your church can give me this and give me that then we will be a part of this church and and we will in some way work out a working agreement with the leadership but i want i want to put the leader's the leadership, those in authority on notice that you have to perform for me (laughs) and give me what I want or I'm out. (laughs) David, I know that as a son of a pastor, you have watched me deal with those that have been self-willed in the church. And it's kind of like we're living in, in the day of... If I was making it analogous to a period of time uh, in the history of Israel, kind of like the book of Judges where Israel kept going through cycles of judgment. They would get in trouble, call out on God. God would raise up a deliverer. He would deliver them. It wasn't a deep work, so they would go right back into their rebellion and idolatry. And this is what it says about the people that lived in that era of, of, the, of the Judges. It says, every man did what was right
1: mm-hmm.
0: in his own eyes. Yeah. That's the problem with the American church as we have such a consumer-oriented Christianity yeah. where people are even evaluating ministers, pastors, leaders, uh, the the church that they belong to, associate with, simply based out of, Will you give me what I want and what I think I need?
1: Yeah.
0: God is going to change that in the American church because the Lord right now is separating the sheep from the goats. He's going to do it in the American nation.
1: Yeah.
0: But he's also going to do it in the nation within the nation. And I I see it right now. The Lord is going to bring a kingdom paradigm. Yeah. And he gives rights in his kingdom, but unlike the American nation that says that has rejected our understanding of freedom and rights with responsibility. There is going to be this moment where God says, with every right that I give you, you bear the weight of kingdom submission and obedience and responsibility. Yeah. And so when we read in Matthew 25, and I know we got to finish, in Matthew 25, when it comes to the Judging of the goats and the sheep. It is not based upon what they confessed. It was based upon their actual obedience yeah. to the king. So the issue is not on how big I can talk. Yep. Anybody can talk a big game. <laughs> and I know you played sports and all of our family has played sports. And I watched some guys pretend to be athletes. Yep. And and you could see the evaporation of their image when it really came to the toughness of a game. And you could see the true athletes, those that were not the pretenders, those that talked a big game, yeah. but that could put their money where their mouth was. Yeah. This is gonna be a day where we're gonna see the true sheep and the earmark of the true sheep is a, a faith-filled obedience,
1: yeah.
0: living in a dependent supernatural lifestyle Upon the leadership of the Holy Spirit, because yeah. unlike many people in America that say, "I'm going to fake it till I make it," that's not the way it is in the Kingdom no. of God. We've got to actually walk the walk uh, and not just talk a talk. Yeah. All right. Love you guys,
1: guys. I know the this series, uh, the Great Divide, has <laughs> been, you know, challenging and it's been tough, but guys, it is good for and exactly what we've needed to hear. Guys, uh, thank you for being with us today. If you have comments, you have questions, make sure you reach out to us or put them in the comment section. we like to hear from you. Just let us know what you think of this series. Do you guys agree? Um, do you guys have different opinion? We want to know that too. We, we would like to hear that stuff. But guys, if you want to just know more about Summit Life Ministries, make sure to check us out at summitlifeministries.com. If you want to get all things Summit Life, make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, subscribe to us on YouTube. Guys, again, like we always say, we love you guys. We appreciate everything that you guys do for us, just blessing us and encouraging us. Um, But guys, we do truly appreciate you guys and we love you. Thank you and God bless.
0: We love you. What's up, everybody? This is Josh Furrow from the Summit Life Ministries team. I just wanted to thank you for tuning into the podcast. Make sure you subscribe, leave us a review, and have a blessed week.